This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. This is Bill Kasky. Uh, Brian Neal. Advanced Selling Podcast, week two, 2010. We promised to be more on track today. Yeah, we got a little smoke. sloppy. That first one back is just ugly, isn't it? And I've Dang. listened to that thing over and over, and it's depressing it's as like hell. It's like running when I didn't stretch. <laughs> this will be better. <laughs> this will be better. Okay, uh, hit us at the advancedsellingpodcast.com. I'm sorry, not the advanced selling. Advancedsellingpodcast.com. We talked last week about our new vignette series that gets released every Monday. It's a little three- to five-minute blurb that we have on uh, client situations that we want to give you access to. Yep. And you can also call us at the hotline. You can find it at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Yeah, we're taking calls for people who like to be on featured on the podcast as a coachee, podcast yep. coachees. That's good. Coachees. That's good. Uh, right. And for the um, – do you have a topic yet for the uh, vignette for next week or – Oh, I do. do yes, that? I do. This week's was um, self-image. Self-image. The oh. role, and, and this is the role not necessarily that the your theme. self-image plays. It's the role of the prospect self-image and how everything that a prospect hears is filtered through their self-image. Huh? And so That's are good. you doing anything to really help the image of the prospect or are you just selling something? It's very profound. As I look at you and you're missing one of the sides of your glasses, it's beautiful. I know, it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bill has like got it. his glasses. You know, you've got the glasses where, uh, what do you where, call these things? The arms. The things that, that go around your ear, behind right. your ears, the two things that hold them on, and one of them is missing. And Bill's it's saying these profound things, and I look always over there, and he's going to get one glass. Wow, it looks so much <laughs> more special when you have your arm missing. Oh, that's so funny. I'll tell you my story about my first personal training session sometime, maybe next time, but okay, for the year. Okay, that sounds good. Can't wait to hear Okay, here's a, a letter that we got from uh, Gary, and he mm-hmm. is con- considering making a transition from account management to sales at his company. Okay. And he uh, is using this year, he, he's going to go ahead and do it, I sense from the letter, although I'm not sure, but he wants to know, what do I need to be thinking about? What kinds of skills do I need to work on so that I will be successful in this new role where I used to do account management and sort of account maintenance, now I'm frontline new business salesperson. Yeah, very good. So, so that led us to this topic of what advice would we give to a person who is brand new in sales starting this Monday? Yep. What would we say to someone who's starting their first job next Monday? Now, we get a lot of listeners who've been in sales a long time, so they're going to think, I don't need this. I started 20 years ago. I don't need the probably some interesting perspectives that you've never thought of. So try to put yourself back in that mode of you've never, ever, ever had a sales job before in your whole life. Interesting perspective to take. Take a real fresh, open mind to something, and then we'll uh, go through a couple of these and see how these hit you. Yeah, and good? these are basic. some of these are very basic things, yeah. but in a way, I think uh, a return to the basics at all times in any skill that we do is really valuable, whether it's tennis, a sport, uh, writing, or selling. Just get, get back to the basics, and you might find some uh, – room for growth there yeah it's very good advice to a new salesperson we'll probably have a we, we, is that better since i took my glasses it's off? very good much better yeah but much more in 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 line okay you want to go first you want me to go no first? go ahead you okay. do two and i'll do a couple all right i'll do a couple you do a couple uh number one this is going to sound profound too uh let go of the need for things money and accomplishment it's interesting because most people when they hire salespeople, what do they look for someone that's money motivated driven, driven to succeed accomplish they want big things you hear sales managers say i want to hire a salesperson who wants a big house because then i know they're going to be hungry right that sort of right. thing and i get all that that's fine and dandy 
However, when it comes to the actual sales transaction, I think it's really important for a new salesperson especially to hear that you have to let all of that go because none of that crap matters to the person sitting across the right. desk from you. Customer could care less. With. They could yeah. care less. It is not their issue, their problem. They don't care you're trying to make quota, make president's club, get a big house, put in a pool, all those sorts of things. Yeah. They're all about themselves, and you need to be all about them too. You know, Brian and I and Brooke sit in an interesting perspective here and watch people who come to us who are 40, 45, 50 years old, and we know how all of them started. All of them started sometime in their 20s. They were taught to be enthusiastic, to really convince the prospect and be, be persuasive, and they end up at 45, 50 years old in a dead-end job struggling because they've never been able to get out of that path that they were put on 20 years ago. Yep. And so if I have any advice to follow up on what Brian says, don't head down that destructive path of being overly eager, attached to everything, listening through needy ears where everything sounds like a buying signal. You will you will end up 20 years from now broken destitute. Yeah. <clears throat> no, you won't be broken destitute, but you'll it's hard to get yeah. off that path once you get on it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so you want next, me to do one or yeah, do you want please to, okay. go ahead. No, next glasses on. <laughs> Here, here's the thing that I think companies generally struggle with, but salespeople do too, and that is we're unclear about our value. And so my, my suggestion is get very clear before you make one sales call or one phone call, get very clear about the value that you bring and that your company brings and the product or service to the customer. And the perspective on that is what problems does our product solve what yep. what problems what pains what frustrations what issues do, do the does the average customer have that we can help them solve and make sure that becomes the lens through which you see things because when you get on into a prospect discussion you're going to want to be able to find the problem that they have well if you don't know what you're even looking for and most salespeople really don't frankly yep. uh, you're going to you're going to jump ahead of all your peers you know, you'll jump ahead 10 years. If you, when you start, you know exactly what problems you solve. Yeah, very interesting. And, I, and I'm telling you that new salespeople, I don't know if a lot of new people are going to be listening to this, but those of you veterans who are listening with fresh ears, your company is probably really bad at this. And you're going to f struggle to find uh, information within the company that's going to help support you around Bill's point about problem solving. Most of it's going to be about what the product does, its right. features, why it's better than its competitors. That's right. Right? That's right. The That's best it. person – I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, please. The, the best person you can talk to – I've got a technology client, and my favorite people to talk to when we're trying to figure out what problems to solve are, are the technologists, the people who actually program and create the product. Yeah. Because all that programming creation was done with the intent of solving a problem. Yeah. But if you go out and just talk about the, the, the product's value, features and benefits, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Dead on arrival. So – Okay, can I go on? Number three. Yeah, there's two two words. Actually, one's a contraction. I don't know if that, that counts two words or not. That's one word. One word. Don't talk. Don't talk. That's the advice. Now, it's so funny to hear, and I've got a couple of veteran clients even sometimes, and, and they'll, they'll tell me, they'll talk for eight minutes about how important it is to listen. <laughs> eight minutes. You know, I, I one of the best things I ever heard a long time ago, and I was a sales and manager said this, and he told me the best thing a salesperson can do is listen because you know you're talking. The, the more you talk, the less they're listening. <laughs> like brother, listen to yourself. Don't talk. I learned this as a tactic, as a manipulative tactic, when I worked for Procter and Gamble, mm -hmm. which was um, a silent pause. 
which is you just don't don't talk, but you did it intentionally. First person to talk loses. loses so it's a game. Yeah. I'm not telling people not to talk. Probably a, something to add to the don't talk thing is don't talk, but be in the moment, which is kind of its own piece of yeah. advice. But that's what I mean by this. By don't talk, I mean listen intently, but to listen with the intent to hear and to understand and to learn what's going on and be present with someone, not with your motor running and racing towards where this thing is going, good or bad. Don't talk. That's, that's perfect. Okay. You want to stop now? Or? Um, <laughs> but I think the uh, the add-on to that one is when you ask a question, a lot of times what I, what I see people do is they'll ask a question of the prospect, and they will not talk, and they will let the customer answer the question. But the answer to the question creates so many more opportunities for more questions, but then the salesperson goes on to the next question. Uh, so yes. we talk, and yeah, we, we listen a little bit, but we're really not listening with ears of curiosity and depth. And, you know, when, if I said to you, why, am, you know, why are you interested in buying this? And you say, well, because I've been having a little trouble with A, a B, and C, I need to stop and say, well, well tell me a little about, bit about the trouble in A, B, and C and how long you've been having it and why. The, the amateur salesperson will just go on to the next question. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad you're having trouble. Let oh, me B, tell you a little bit exactly about my product. We do. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Very good. Good point. Okay. Good, good add-on. Number, well, I don't know what number, three, four? Three, whatever. yeah. Here's what typically happens when a new salesperson hits the door, and that is they're they're given a territory or a list of names, yep. and they're set. They're told here, here's your customer base. Go out and call them. Yep. And then maybe somebody will buy a list for them of suspects, and they'll actually call them leads. Yep. I had a guy today, today, say we've got leads for our salespeople. I said, how many leads do you have? He says 1,400. <laughs> I said, 1,400 leads for like five salespeople? I said, that's unbelievable. Are they raising their hands? Are they sending something back? No, no, I bought a list. Okay. Well, buying a list and leads are two totally different things. So the point is, don't use cold calling as your primary lead generation strategy. Leverage your asset, and that's that's actually the admonition here. Leverage the asset. The best asset you have is your customer base. Yeah. Now, you may say, well, I don't have any customers because that's why they brought me in. Well, you've got re- somebody has relationships in that company with some customers that can start referring you to new business. Very good. So the worst thing you can do is just go out and start cold calling. I see that so many times, and you know what? A year of that is about all you can handle, and then you'll leave and you'll go somewhere else. And the problem was you might have that the next time. So Understand what your assets are, and customers that do business with your company already are the number one asset. Yeah. There's a pride element, a earn your stripes element that goes on in a lot of companies where this is what you do, is where you got to start. You know, you got to pay your dues and earn your stripes, you know, get kicked around a little bit. That's what it's all about. It's not what it's all about (laughs) at all. You don't have to do that. The the smartest people who do it the quickest don't do any of that stuff. No. They find a way to get out of the cold calling business and into the leveraged referral introduction business. Very good. Good. I've got another one here, number five. Yeah, and it please. really has a lot less to do with the sales cycle and more to do with your own personal development. Okay. Uh, did I say personal development? No, you said personal. Okay, professional, personal development. That is, take 5% of your income and invest it in yourself. Ooh. And I'm not uh, suggesting massage therapy or trips to the Cold Stone. When I say invest in yourself, I mean invest in your in your mind, in your mental outlook, whether it's books, CDs, courses, training, online webinars, teleseminars. Yep. Invest and if you're if you're a $50,000 producer, that's $2500. That's $200 a month that you need to be investing in yourself. And I will tell you that we all here invest in ourselves at our firm and sometimes it's painful to write the check for ourselves. Yep. 
but figure out a way to do it. And over the course of two or three years, you're going to find that 5% number is going to go up quite a bit because your income is going to go up because, guess what, you will learn things and it will become a discipline for you. Plus, as you invest in yourself, you really have a better self-image, I think. No doubt. You know how much cold stone I could buy with 5% of my income? Oh, my God. You know how much I love Last cold stone? Year, Holy you smokes. You, I just love cold you, stone. That's yeah. the point. I go there. I know. Yeah, all the time. Dang. I didn't think about that. I used that. to go there. I used <laughs> I to go that. there three times a week. Did you? And I, I get coffee with graham cracker crust, graham crackers, and I'd stop because I, I was. Explode. Yeah. And, you know, I've been off, off sweets now for two weeks it's the steve nash diet my wife introduced me to the steve nash diet who plays for the phoenix suns oh yeah and he's 30 some years old and he stopped eating sweets Uh-oh. and just the, all the differences made in his game and his energy level and all that and it does it makes it makes a huge difference it's going okay it's going great steve nash diet i don't know that there is such a thing as a steve nash diet it's what we're calling it at home but but i know it's um it's that's not personal development sweets no. but do take five percent of your income Figure out a way as it grows. You know, as you get to two or three hundred thousand dollars a year, you're going to have to find a way to spend ten to fifteen. Mm-hmm. But don't stop spending it because that's how you got there. No doubt, no doubt. Very good. You can go to theadvancedsellingpodcast.com. You can call us there. We're looking for people to participate and be coached live, and we'll put you on the air in the podcast. You can also leave comments there for each show. We'd love to hear some of your comments, good or bad. We like to hear what works and what doesn't for you all. You can go to any, any of the uh, entries there and put a comment in on advancedsellingpodcast.com. That's all. We'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast presented by Caskey Achievement Strategies Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to billkaskey.com or to iTunes.